Okay. Sisters, sit down. Um, last night, a uh, sister came up to me and said, "Oh, we have a sister in our church. They've been praying for the husband, and uh, the husband will not get saved after many years. And they they want shoot the the wife wants to ask me what to do. That's a good question, right? Bad question." So I asked that sister who asked, "Do you have a Bible group?" She said, "Well, we have a small group, but we don't have a Bible group." Then I said, "Why don't you build up a Bible group, and then you ask your group pray and ask the Lord what to do with this husband?" We don't like to listen to instructions. I said two or three. And then four Chinese get together. Why? Why is that? And five sisters. We just like to disobey. Do whatever we want. Well, you said groups, so we have a group. But there's four people in a group. You know why I say two or three? So we can finish everything in three minutes. If you have five, then two get to speak, and the others don't get to speak. So still, we book. Broke the word in First Corinthians fourteen one by one, no chance. Okay, so Bible group is a group of Bible saints. You know what is a Bible group like? It's like your God. Okay, so three of us were praying, and in one accord, and we asked the Father, get this sister's husband safe. And then it says, when two are Praying in harmony, then the Father in heaven will answer, right? Okay. Then you you pray. Okay, what should we do next? And we pray, we fellowship. Then we make a decision. We can use this verse, use that verse. Invite him over to your house, where we are all sisters here, supposedly, to your house. Then you, maybe your husband can give a good testimony. Who? Then, then they come up and ask me, "Do you think I have an answer how to get this man saved?" I don't have an answer. How can I give you an answer? Like the husband doesn't want to work, how can I give you an answer? Well, how about that sister whose husband doesn't want to work? Form a vital group. Then you pray and fellowship and how to help that husband. I cannot help. How about the one that beats the wife? What can I do? I cannot go and beat him up. <laughs> Stop beating your wife. No, we we cannot do that. We can only pray, and see what the Lord will do. But pray. Who is going to pray? You have to pray. You have to form a Bible group to pray. Okay. So we all like to read Brother Lee's ministry and say Amen, Amen, Amen. After that, we go to sleep and forget about it. Yeah. So if you really. Want to get the answer for anything? Don't ask me. I can only give you principles. Don't know answers. So you, what's the answer? You form vital groups. Brother Lee said, "I want to drop every, I want to shed every drop of my blood to build up vital groups." That's how much, how important it is. The vital group is the way to bring the Lord back. But then we don't form vital groups. We just do whatever we want, uh, and then come. Oh, 
Brother Wei, how do we do this? Why ask him? Ask the Lord directly. You know, in uh, Matthew 16, it's, uh, it's about the universal church, right? You, you heard about that. And Matthew 18 is about the local church. You heard about that, right? You heard about all that. But how do we practice a local church? The Lord told us, when a brother had a problem, you have to go visit him. Okay, so I come and visit and see if I can gain him. If I cannot gain him, let's say in this case, is the husband. And then, uh, then when I, I have to bring one or two more. So three of us, maybe two or maybe three. Then we come and try to gain him. But that's not the church because if he doesn't listen, tell it to the church. But then later he said, when two of you are praying in harmony, the father will listen. And then when two or three of you are gathered together into my name, right? I will be there. What is that? The Lord himself taught us how to have a local church life. The way is two or three praying to gain the lost brothers. You got it? I hope that I answer all your questions from now on until the Lord comes. <laughs> yeah. But the next question you may ask, how do I build up a Bible group? Okay, I can answer that. But don't ask me, how do I get my husband saved? No more. Don't ask me. Ask the Lord with the group. Yeah. And, but then because the Lord is in your, prayer, in, is in your midst and is in, inside of you, so he is inside and he is in the midst, you fellowship, you pray, then you get something, direction from the Lord. Amen. Directly. So that's why I said your vital group is like your God. Your acting God. Your working God. Remember Samuel was the acting God? Then we are supposed to be acting God. But we are not so strong, so we need a few. So we become built up. But actually it's for building up the new Jerusalem. So so uh, I hope that you will learn. Then I told the sisters, there's a book called Fellowship Concerning the Urgent Need of Vital Groups, right? Fellowship Concerning the Urgent Need of the Vital Groups. Okay. Uh, urgent Need. 30 years ago was Urgent Need. Does your church have vital groups? Now, I don't mean, does your church say that you have vital groups? Because... Uh, Revelation 3, the Lord said to Sardis, you, what's that? Uh, how did it say? You have a name. Yeah, yeah. You have a name that you are living, yet you are dead. You have a name that your group is a vital group, yet you are not vital. I, I mean, I'm applying that. Uh, whether your group is vital or not, I don't know. But Brother Benson said, Many churches call them, say they have vital groups, but are they vital? <laughs> okay, so this is urgent need. I think now it's called the emergency need. <laughs> in, the, in the pandemic in Mexico, one church lost 70% of the saints. I said, what happened? 
oh, the pandemic is getting long, they have Zoom fatigues, and some of them don't know how to use the internet. Is that true? Somebody does not know how to internet, use the internet? If you have a vital group, you go help him. Yeah. Teach him how to use it. Sit over there in his house. Do it. What's Zoom fatigue? Zoom fatigue means you, don't, you are not interested in the Lord. Then you... you uh, uh, so I'm fatigued. Right? I told them, don't use those excuses. Just say... You saints don't have vital groups in your church that you may shepherd the saints. Oh, I visited them last week, last year. And then after a few months, six months, I went back. Oh, the, at least the leading brothers, they were beginning to meet three times a week to form a vital group. And then they each shepherd two other brothers. So six shepherd, three of them shepherd six, of, six brothers to help them to become vital. So, wow. I said, that's really good. Learn, learn. Don't just keep on doing things without improvement. There's a saying in America, a definition of uh, insanity. You heard about that? Doing the same thing over and over and expect a better result. That's insanity. Don't do that. Change, learn, progress. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 5, note 5, says we have three stages of salvation. Initial, we already passed. We got saved. Progressive is right now. Progressive. And then uh, final, something like that. Progressive. Then in 1 Timothy 4.15, Paul said, practice these things. Be in them. That means immerse yourself into them. Then your progress will be manifest to all. It's a progressive stage. Learn, change. Why people don't practice vital groups? Some even say, told me, don't mention that term. Why? Why not? What's wrong? Because I'm afraid of it. I cannot do it. No. Whatever the Lord gave us, it's true. We have to learn how to do it. You know, the best illustration of the vital group is Ezekiel 1. The four living creatures. They are living. They are coordinated. They move. They follow the Lord. And the best teaching of vital group is Matthew 18. That's a church life. Local church life. Okay, saints. Are you all ready? Well, actually, last night I regretted I... I mentioned 200 sisters. Actually, on the Zoom, there are another uh, 350 or something like that. So 500, 600 of you. Maybe it's just for New Zealand, is 500. So all 500 of you need to rise up. I tell you, if you all rise up, we will have a different type of church life in New Zealand. And soon we will take over. You take over New Zealand, we take over Mexico, they take over Germany, we all take over some country, right? If you have too many of us in one country, we go to another country until we took, take over the whole earth, then the Lord comes. How long will that take? Who knows? The Lord knows. But we have to run. Okay. 
That was a little strong word, but anyway, listen. <laughs> oh, oh, one more thing. I told the sisters last night. There's uh, 15 chapters in this book. Remember the question yesterday? I read the book, this book, uh, that uh, it says uh, a group should have five or six. Remember that? And then but some group have 20, 30. Okay. Uh, actually, uh, the group has different sections, and it talks about different things. But then at the end of 25, there's an outline. That is the concluding word of this book. So you have to PSRP this first before you read chapter 1. PSRP this. And then you can start to read. You, but then you have to have this outline as the guide to read the 25 chapters. If you read here, you then Brother Lee said, oh, practice this way. You read here, you practice this way. Practice this way. But then after 25 messages, you realize nothing worked. Not so well. The principles work. Like uh, fellowshipping with the Lord, confessing our sins, consecrating, all those work. Praying, all those work. But the way to build it up didn't work. So then after 25 messages... The brothers from Texas came to him and say, Brother Lee, how do you build up a Bible group? <laughs> he didn't say, didn't you read the 25 chapters? He said, he, he gave them this one. So if you look at the book, it doesn't even have a page number. Just jam it in there. And then make it part of that book. Okay, yeah, no, no page number. Everything else has page number except this. Okay, so... So PSRP this. P, not recite. I don't mean recite, okay? P-S-R-P. Some saints like to do a R-R-R-R. <laughs> when they're pray reading, they try to recite. When they're studying, they, they try to recite. Don't do that. When you pray read, is to touch the Lord. Amen. Touch the Spirit. Amen. To be enlightened. Amen. Then when you study, is to un understand every component of this outline. Everything. Every word, what does that mean? How do they relate? One time uh, when Brother Lee first wrote the uh, life lessons, first 12 lessons, so he gave it to us, 86. And then, uh, <clears throat> then he asked the trainees, uh, who can recite the, uh, the titles? So one trainee stood up and recited the whole thing. Uh, that was good. But then he asked, why chapter 3 is... Lesson three is before lesson four. He could answer. <clears throat> then he called that pig's brain memorization. You memorize the word like a pig. No understanding. So that's why, so among the Chinese saints, they, they may like to do that. You know, because the Chinese education for thousands of years is memorized, memorized, memorized. I don't understand. Hit you on the head. Don't ask. When you grow up, you'll understand. <laughs> the American, when I went to America, they said, oh, don't have to memorize. Eventually, when you work, they will have reference books. Just have to understand. Well, 
the uh, PSRP is a combination of three education system: Chinese, Western, and divine. <laughs> so that's why you have to add in a pray reading. That is divine. <clears throat> okay, you have to PSRP this. Don't just ah 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 ah. Okay, P pray pray read pray read to see some light from the Lord, and then study. Uh, then you get to understand everything. Then Brother Lee said, "If you pray read well, you can understand. And when you understand well, study well, then you spontaneously you can remember." So don't try the pig's brain memorization. Gotta do the PSR type of memorization. Okay, then eventually you can teach others by prophesying. So, if you want to learn to build up vital groups, study PSRP this, and then read this ten times. I I was asked to give a training on on. Yeah. Pray, read. Okay, pray, read is P. First P. Study with the praying spirit and uh, recite. But actually, that recite that word is not so clear. In the book three of the elders training, Brother Lee said is commit to memory. Actually, it could be P S M P. Commit to memory. Um. Because in the recite in English word recite means speak it out, right? But actually, that is for getting in. Because in Chinese, the the word is base base. Base could be going in or going out. Uh, so so then in the English translation, it could be memor uh, memorized. But then Brother Lee never used that word. <coughs> but in uh, Book three of the elders' training. He said, "Commit to memory." I don't know what's the difference, but anyway, he used that term, "commit to memory." And then the last P is prophesy. In book three of the elders' training, he said, "teach." So in book three is uh, PSMT. And then later, the brothers uh, learn and then did the uh, outlines by PSRP. Okay. So for if you don't know, ask this. Older sisters, right? Older sisters, where are they? Oh, yeah. Ask the older sisters; they'll teach you. Wait, there's an older sister. There's a new sister. So you don't know many things, and you ask the older sisters; they'll teach you. Okay,、um, let's go here. That's a little bit distraction from this lesson, but not really, because if you don't. PSR, you cannot prophesy. Brother Lee talked about that. He said, "Why saints don't prophesy on the Lord's day? Because they are lazy. They do not pre PSR during the week. If you would PSR Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, then you will be loaded to speak for God to prophesy." Now this lesson is interesting. The whole lesson is to combat the thought that sisters do not prophesy or cannot prophesy or should not prophesy, but don't don't do that.、Uh, so this、uh, we use a lot of verses.、Uh, 
about this, prophesying, the sisters can prophesy. But there's only one verse in the New Testament saying sisters cannot prophesy. Oh, no. It says cannot speak. Oh, no. It says cannot teach. Not prophesy even. Oh, not speak. Not speak. Okay, the verse says the women should be silent in the churches. For they are not permitted to speak, but they should be subject, even as the law also says. So some uh, brethren assembly, I said some, but then he said all. He was one of them. And he said all brethren assembly. They do not allow sisters to speak in a meeting. But I, I don't know if it's really all, but anyway, at least a lot of them don't allow sisters to speak in the meeting because of this verse. So what happened? Two-thirds of the congregation are sisters, one-third are brothers, so they lost two-thirds of the functioning of the members of the body of Christ because of the misunderstanding of this verse. Okay, let's, let's get into those other verses to show. You know, I told you, or I told some people here, that um, when the preacher preaches, he always say, believe in the Lord, uh, believe in the only begotten Son of God, and you shall be safe, right? Uh, that's usually the case. Uh, but they don't mention much about the firstborn. There are five verses on only begotten and four verses on firstborn. So this is real close, right? Like that. Only begotten, firstborn, huh? But they don't talk about this because they don't understand what's the difference. So they just talk about this. Okay. Uh, but here you have many verses, maybe five or seven or ten verses saying that sisters can speak and prophesy, but only one verse. Okay. So you have to understand that. So I hope that after today, none of you sisters will say, it's not good for me to prophesy. Okay, I hope that. Um, some of you may use it as an excuse. But most of you probably has a little inhibition within because of a verse like that. Okay, so let's emancipate the sisters, the holy sisters. Okay. Point number one, back to this section. According to First Corinthians 11 5, women may prophesy, of course, in public with the aid of Is that it? Yeah, okay. So the verse says, 11 5, but every woman paying, praying, or prophesying with her head. Uncover disgraces her head, for it is one that the same and the same as she who is shaved. So it's a shame for a woman shaved with the head shaved, and it is also a shame for a woman with the head not covered. Now, the head covering is a big debate among different Christian groups. Some Christian groups say you must cover the head to come to the meeting, or else we, no, no, even the brethren, or else we won't give you the bread to eat, the, the lost table bread. 
so strong. And um, some Pentecostal, right, also have, have, even they have big head covering, not just a little one. Right? In Mexico, they, they have big ones, us all the way down. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but this head covering really is an, only a sign. You can cover your head if you want. You don't cover your wet head, it's up to you. But the main thing is just a sign. If you have one that put on a sign against the, testify against the angels because you submit, that's good. Okay, but here, the main thing is not having a head over the sisters, then it's a disgrace. So, um, then point A and B will explain a little, little bit more. So, point A. Amen. Amen. I didn't hear too many amens. Read, read again with the amen. 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 Okay. That's good. Clear. Okay, B. Okay, that is clear. Um, the verse is clear that every woman praying or prophesying. So that's, this verse definitely said that the sisters can prophesy. Is that right? That verse, 11.5. But must have a head covering. So we have to understand what that means. Um, then A is clear and B is clear. Okay. Uh, that verse says, for you all, you can all prophesy, right? One by one. One by one. Um, so he didn't say brothers can prophesy. He said all can prophesy. Every one of us. Okay. Point number two says, Acts 2, 17 through 18 and 21, 9 confirmed that women did prophesy. Okay, we don't have to read it again because you just read that, those two verses. Um, the verse says that God said that he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. That's all, brothers and sisters, and your sons and your daughters. So we are all the daughters. We shall prophesy. So this verse, again, saying that we can all prophesy. Now we have three verses. Is that right? 1 Corinthians 11, 5, saying that women can pray or prophesy, but with a head cover. Then 14.31 says, all can prophesy one by one. Acts 2, 17 says that uh, uh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. So you are all the daughters. All 550 of you are all the daughters. And you can prophesy. You shall prophesy. Okay. Then, uh, then it says in the verse 18, it says, uh, And indeed upon my slaves, both men and women, you are women here, so you all can prophesy. I will pour out of my spirit in those days, 
and they shall prophesy. All the men, all the women shall prophesy. All the sons, all the daughters shall prophesy. So just now we have opened to daughters prophesying for us in front, and then you all prophesy to one another. I hope that you did. I gave you the opportunity with the instructions. If you don't follow the instruction, you didn't get to prophesy. Too bad. Then after this meeting, you prophesy to somebody at lunch. Okay. What do you say? Amen. Yeah, and you just prophesy whatever you enjoy Amen. in any one of the five meetings Amen. or anything else from the morning revival. Prophesy to one another. Amen. You know that every time we have a love feast, I always remember the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. Many times we come together, we just eat and drink and talk nonsense. Well, maybe to you is important, but what's nonsense? Anything not in God's economy is nonsense. Well, sometimes it's needed, so you have to talk. No problem. But many times the talking. How's your baby? How's this? Oh, you know who is pregnant? Don't talk those things. Don't 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 criticize. Don't talk anything. Talk what you you're learning. That's called prophesying. Speak for God and speak for God. Remember that. One time, a brother came to see Brother Lee before the training, summer winter training. I forgot which one. And he asked uh, the brother, "What have you been doing?" He said, "We've been blending." You know, a lot of people like to use that term. We we, we go blending. Uh, what they mean is uh, go to a park, have a dinner, uh, go travel together to Myanmar, uh, whatever. Okay, but then he said, "With what do you blend?" So remember that. With what do you have a love feast? With what do you have a lunch downstairs or over there? Okay, with what? With Christ. So he gave us four points, right? Through the cross in the spirit, for the for to minister Christ for the building up of the body of Christ. That is. Prophesying. Okay, then um, Acts twenty one nine. So we have three, four verses now, so far, right? Eleven five, fourteen thirty one of First Corinthians, Acts two seventeen, and Acts two eighteen. All four verses tell us that we sisters could prophesy, but with the head cover. We'll talk about that more later. Acts twenty one nine. Now this man Philip the evangelist had four virgin daughters who prophesied. So this is the fifth verse. Virgin daughters refers to young sisters, right? The virgin that means not married. So many of most of you are married here. So so we get the virgin daughters to prophesy just now. Well, actually, the reason was that we were, we don't want to scare you sisters. Because we didn't, we forgot to tell you. You got to study, and we'll be tested. <laughs> In all the trainings we go to, we get tested. You know, one day, one time, I went to a Titus, uh, Titus uh, training, First Timothy, Second, and Titus, three T's. And then Friday night, tomorrow Saturday is the last meeting. So Friday night, I thought, oh man, I don't need to study. I, I invited a brother from New Chatel in Switzerland to have 
have a midnight snack. snack. <laughs> so I didn't study. Then the next day, Brother Lee said, okay, let's have a test. Okay, this brother, that brother, Paul Han, blah, 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 came up. Eight of us were there. International cameras. Man, I couldn't answer the question. I, he grilled me for about 10 minutes. I couldn't answer. I couldn't answer. How about this? How about that? But what? Okay. So after I did that, uh, I went home. I studied about 40 hours of the, that point. <laughs> Saints, it's good to be tested. But, you know, it's, uh, sisters sometimes have uh, thin skin on the face. You know, it's, you know they, they get a uh, little bit discouraged and something like that. Uh, so anyway, uh, but study. Whether you get tested or not, you can study. You know, this type of test with the sisters, this is not really much of a test. You know that? You know what's the test? When you go home and your husband says something that you don't like, oh, that is the test. <laughs> okay, then after all that, you live till 95. Then you, the Lord comes. The final test comes. The final is the fire. 1 Corinthians 3. 15, the fire. Okay, if you're full of Christ, full of gold, silver, precious stone, you shine more, get purified more. If you're wood, grass, and stubble, you are safe, yet as through fire. Okay, so so this is um, uh, just a minor test this morning for the sisters. When I say, oh, you didn't say this, you didn't say that, that's part of the minor test. So you remember the points. But when you go home, that's when it's the real situation. That's a real test. If you fail that test, you can repent. Hallelujah. But don't fail the final. The final repentance is 1,000 years. Uh, today, repentance is immediate. As long as we just repent, we get forgiven. So I hope that you sisters, if you have any problem in the past that is violating all these principles you heard, you have to repent. Okay, repent to God and men, right? Okay, then, uh, then point number three. Okay, who, who's next? Reading. Here, okay, go. Ah, okay. Now we're beginning to understand. Not permit to Teach, not permitted to teach. So prophesying and teaching is different. And prophesying under head covering is different than prophesying without a head covering. So there are three things now. Prophesying with the head cover, prophesying without the head cover, and teaching. Okay, so here is not permitted to teach. Okay, A. We have a time in our church in California. Well, I, I migrated from there 20 years ago, but before that. Um, after 88, I went back from Taiwan. Then within two years, we baptized 40 Chinese-speaking saints. 40. 
So we started a Chinese-speaking meeting. And uh, the leading ones, the brothers, they never went to the seven piece. Well, we didn't have the seven piece, the summer training, winter training, all that. And there were three sisters, always went. They went to everything. And uh, they served, they pick up the people and all that. Uh, some of them were new too. They were just into the church life at that time. Okay, uh, then some of the dumb brothers, they don't know what they were talking about. So they just shoot off whatever is the concept. Then one of the sisters uh, adjusted them in the meeting because she knows what was spoken. Then she told me about that. I said, wow, you can, should never do that, sisters. You cannot do that. Then she said, wow, but they are speaking the wrong thing. Then you, I said, you have to tell the leading brothers. Don't adjust them right in the meeting. So the sisters are not permitted to teach in the meetings. Okay, so they are supposed to learn in quietness in all subjection. You know, sometimes your husband say things that is crazy. Actually, most of the time. <laughs> what do you do? We just submit. It's not going to kill your faith, right? The husband said, Let, let's have uh, beef every night. Does that kill your faith? Well, maybe give you a heart attack sooner. But, <laughs> but doesn't kill your faith. Well, then you just eat less. Don't eat the, the whole big steak. Just eat one quarter, you know, then you preserve. But then he wants to eat. Well, what can you do? You cannot control your husband. And uh, so you have to learn. Now, when the husband says, God is not real, well, you cannot accept that. That is, uh, that is uh, uh, against your faith. So whatever is the faith. What's the faith? The Bible is the word of God. There's one God. He is triune. There's Christ Jesus, the Son of God, who, is, who came with the Father to die for our sins. That in the three days he resurrected. And then whosoever believe in him shall, have, shall receive him to have his eternal life. Right? All that. And the church is one. Okay, those are the basic points of faith. If there is nothing against the points of faith, what's, what's wrong? He wants to eat beef every night? Fine, just make sure that you have to learn, go to YouTube and learn to cook the best beef. Then he will say, wow, you are a good wife. Don't be a nasty wife. Don't be a nagging wife. Be a God wife. God, wait, God, man, wife. Okay, let's go to, um, what's that? B, huh? So, so A says, don't exert, assert authority over men. Definitely don't do that. Even if they are wrong, you don't do that. Or the wrong teaching. Okay, B. This section. Authority to define and decide the meaning of doctrines concerning divine truth. For a woman to teach in this way or to exercise authority over a man is to lead 
Okay, that's good. Well, sisters, how do you take care of this point? Uh, it says that not to what? Define and decide the meaning of doctrines. I hope that you learn how to do that. Um, sometimes I hear some sister may say, to me, this verse means this way. Oh, that's dangerous. Are you sure? If you never learn from a brother how this verse means, then it is out of yourself. You are de deciding, determining the meaning of the word. Okay, so be careful. Uh, but then what can you do then? Well, there's a brother called Watchman Nee, right? There's another brother called Witness Lee, right? And they have studied the Bible and interpreted the Bible very much. If not every verse, at least 99.9% .9 of the verses. Okay. Except one thing that Brother Lee said he did not have time to study. What's that? Yeah, the precious stone and the foundation of the New Jerusalem. So he said, you young brothers should study that. I don't know how many study, but anyway, we didn't have enough time. We haven't studied through the 99.9% .9 yet. So, you sister, Ivy, so simple. You don't need to interpret anything. You just learn from the brothers. Then, you know, he, they, we call them the uh, ministers of the age, right? Uh, what, if you don't follow, don't study, you are the dummy of the age. But then if you would study everything, you are a follower of the age. If you study everything and practice everything, you are following closely. You are closely follower of the ministry of the age. Okay, then you can speak all you want. Sometimes I, I said something in a meeting. I thought, wow, that's pretty good. That's a good light. Then later I found it in the life studies. <laughs> So I read that long time ago, I forgot. So we should come to that type of constitution. You have the same experience? Yeah. I thought, man, this is a good, good idea, good point. Then I, I found it was somewhere. I heard, I read, I studied. That's good. So I hope you sisters, don't worry about... And Yes, last night I said you all should become the what? neighborhood theologian, right? Don't worry about not knowing what to teach. Just dive into it. You look at Esther's Bible, then you'll know how to dive into it. Just study, 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 study. Oh, my, my, my Bible was in the luggage. And then I came yesterday. But I was worrying, man, if I if they lost my luggage, they only pay me a hundred dollars for my Bible. But my Bible is worth a lot more than a hundred dollars. I don't want a new Bible. I want my my old Bible. <laughs> Esther said the same thing. He she wanted to use a new Bible because her old Bible is all folded up here and, and curled up there. And then after using for a while the new Bible, she didn't want to use the new Bible. Wanted to use the old Bible. <laughs> Okay, so I hope that all your Bibles are like that. You study, study, study. 
You have to study the notes and write notes about the notes. Do you, do you have notes about the notes? When you study the notes, you have some more, some more light. Then you write notes. So you, your Bible should be full of notes. Some people don't like to write in the Bible because they want to keep it clean. When it is clean on your Bible, your heart is not so clean. Because you didn't study so well. Okay, now, uh, point four. Uh, this section again. Okay, let's let all the sisters read. And you all on the Zoom, you read in your Zoom. We cannot hear you, but you have to read. The Lord can hear you. Everyone read this point. Hence, according to the New Testament principle, for women not to be permitted to speak in the church meetings, as in 1 Corinthians 14, 34-35, means that women are not permitted Amen. Okay, sisters, got, got clear? Got clear on two points, right? Point number one, all can prophesy. All sisters can prophesy. Point number two, you should not. Uh, you are not permitted to divine teaching and doctrines. Okay. Uh, A, the verse we already read, right? Uh, so we don't have to read again. B, this section. They are not permitted to speak to define doctrines. Okay? You gotta be clear on that. All the point one, two, three is to teach us, define to us what that verse means. <laughs> so don't change the definition, okay? Well, remember, you are not modern women. Modern women would like to change whatever they like to change. There's a Bible called uh, um, God's Word for Modern Men. Yeah. Uh, good News for Modern Men. Good News for Modern Men is a paraphrased Bible, right? It's not a real Bible. Somebody read a verse. I think it means this, so it paraphrases it. So don't, don't, don't do that, sister. Don't write your good news for modern ladies. Just take the word and learn so you may speak under the covering of the head. Okay, see. <laughs> So some denominations, they don't care. They don't care about division, number one. And they don't care that to have a, a hierarchy or clergy and laity, right? They, they have that, all that degradation. Then they have women pastors. Oh, man. They are really degraded. Then now they have given up gay pastors. Oh, how, how degraded can you be? 
No wonder when the Lord comes, Babylon will be smoking, burned. Okay. Um, then D, huh? And they pray and prophesy, that is, when they speak for the Lord and speak for the Lord. However, they must do this under the covering of the brothers, because they are charged here to be subject. Okay, when we say, uh, let's prophesy every Lord's Day morning, right, in a meeting, and uh, we have this little book. Do you use this? Oh, I treasure these books. The number one book I have is the Bible, recovery version. Number two book I have is this. Well, this book is pretty thick. Every six weeks we have a new new chapter, a new section. I think I I, I never throw away one. Huh? You don't need a smart man. Don't throw them away. Don't give them away. If you want to give to a, a, a friend, buy another one. Keep yours. This is precious. You know, let's say if uh, um, you have to go to a new country and bring the economy of God to that country, what's the best is the recovery version and this. And then you sisters, if you want to be a good neighborhood theologian, use this. Some saints buy this, there's one sister in Singapore. She opened her home. Every week there's a sister's meeting there. She provided all the food and everything. And then she bought this for 10 years. But she doesn't, doesn't even read. And then, two years ago, she went to China. And then uh, found out that she didn't have church life, didn't have anything. Then she realized, wow, what have I been doing? So she repented and called Esther. Uh, then she called Esther every, every day, not, not every week, but every day, not in, <coughs> well, it's just depending on our time zone where we are. So she called every day and they, they start to read and pray and pray. Read. Okay. Then after about a year, then she started to prophesy in the church. She said, I never used this before. So, Number one, bite. Number two, use. Number three, prophesy. <laughs> so if you don't know how to prophesy, this is good. This is a good protection. I, I use this too. <laughs> you use it? Of course, right? Of course. For sure. Only fools don't use it. There was a struggle in South America for a period of time. There was a struggle. Some, some don't want to use it. But we cannot have a division over this, but be, be wise. Okay, now, uh, point number five, is that right? Okay, is it the sign? Who, who's reading next? Oh, you're reading next, okay. Point number five. In 1 Corinthians 14, 34, 35, Paul does not agree that sisters should sit in the church meetings in a way to exercise authority over the brothers. If we do not understand this in this way, we have no way to reconcile them to the church of the Amen. Sisters praying or prophesying with the Amen. This is a strong indication that the sisters can be in the 
Okay, so are you all clear, sisters? Anyone wants to debate? One time, Brother Ray was invited to debate with Brother Lee, right? And I lost. And he lost. Okay, I, I don't know if I can debate well, but anyway, anyone wants to debate? Okay, if you don't want to debate now, you can debate later. Maybe you are afraid to lose right in front of the 550 sisters. Okay, no problem. Uh, but this is clear. This is clear. One verse says, not permitted to speak. But other verses, how many verses do we have now, so far? Huh? Not more, more than four. Huh? First Corinthians 11, 5, 1, Acts 2, 17, Acts 2, 18, 21, 9, 2, 12, uh, what? First Corinthians, well, we, First Corinthians 14, right? Okay, so at least six, six verses. Okay, so it's good to study the Bible and use the Bible to interpret the Bible. Okay, number six. Amen. Wonderful. So we had uh, have this Ephesians 3 8 reference, right? To me, less than the least of all saints was this grace given to announce to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ as the gospel. So, sisters, experience Christ every day so that, yeah? Let me finish with this sentence. Experience Christ every day so that you may teach, preach, the uh, announce the unsearchable riches of Christ in your neighborhood. Uh, Brother Lee quoted uh, X18. You know, we should be witnesses. Uh, from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the outermost parts of the earth. So there are four circles. So he said the first circle with us should be our relatives, our family members and relatives. Second circle should be our neighbors. Third circle should be our colleagues and, and uh, classmates. He didn't mention four circle on that particular portion I read. Okay, <clears throat> so... Remember your neighbors. That's your second circle. Uh, we migrated to Mexico. We don't have relatives there. So our first circle becomes the uh, neighbors, right? Okay, what, what did you want to say, sister? Oh, yes. Um, to us, like, um, you have to speak going, loud. I cannot hear you. Going back to D. Sorry. D. No. Uh, Four D. Number five. Number huh? five. Number five. Five, okay. Yes. So in Christianity and denomination, we were taught with coverings on our head. But then now in recovery, amen, no coverings on the head. Because our head is Christ. That's correct. So, no. No? No. What is this, please, with the okay. feet at the bottom? Uh, the head covering, first, definitely is Christ. But, but it does not mean that you don't need a head covering. 
So some sisters have the conviction from this verses, they put a covering on their head. Okay, but in denominations, and not denominations, some denominations, some groups, they demand that you cover the head or else even like what Toby told me last night, this morning can't even take the bread. They won't give you the bread. So, so this is not a requirement to enjoy the Lord, but it is a condition that we all must have, that we are under the headship of Christ and also under the headship of the brothers in the church. And at home, you're under the headship of your husband. Okay, so this is uh, clear. In even First Corinthians eleven three, talk about that the head of every woman is a man. The head of every man is Christ. The head of Christ is God. Okay, let's go. Where are we? I just read Ephesians three eight. That is about the unsearchable riches of Christ as the gospel. So we are, we sisters. Must we, you sisters, must enjoy that. Okay. Um, then uh, Colossians 2, 6, that we need to walk in him after having received him. Okay. Now, uh, then 1 Corinthians fourteen twenty six is a crucial point for the prophesying everyone has. Each one has. Okay. Not only one by one we need to prophesy, but we need to have something before coming. You know, among uh, the Chinese-speaking saints, there's a, uh, not now, I don't know about now, but in the past, I heard that. There's a, a saying called, Kung Kung Er Lai Mai Man Er Gui. That is, uh, you come empty-handed and you go home loaded. Okay, so so the if he's a preacher, then man, and did a good job. They all go home loaded. I, but you have to remember, that verse is only good once. The first time you come because you have nothing. You are not saved. How can you have anything? So you come empty-handed. Then you go home, you got saved. Hallelujah. And you're full. But the next time you come to the meeting, you cannot say that anymore. Because according to First Corinthians 14.26, you must come with something. Okay, so, so I, I, I hope that all of you must abandon that sentence. From now on, okay? You can only use it once. That's the first time you came and you got saved. If you didn't get saved that first time, then you can use it the second time, next time when you come. But no more after you get saved. Okay, now, we have A. Who's reading A? You, okay. When sisters do not open their mouths in the meeting, the is like a half paralyzed body. Well, maybe more than half. Two-thirds paralyzed. Usually there are more sisters than brothers. Okay, B. The sisters take the lead in experiencing Christ in order to bring the meetings out of the emptiness of religion into the reality of Christ. Uh, I want to say one point. Um, that is on the last point. Some brother told me that it's not good for sisters to call him. Is, do you have that saying here? In Mexico, I've heard that. And also some say it's not good to call the first him. Okay, next time you come, 
You don't call him, just start singing. <laughs> but actually, I don't care about that saying. Um, Brother Lee talked about this. We should start our meeting at home. And then on the way. And then when you come here, you don't just come here. Let's say the first sister come here. She comes here. She sit back there. And then another sister come uh, sit back there. Uh, as if we're waiting for the elders. Don't do that. That is religion. Everyone can sing, pray, speak. Even when we have a conference, when we have a conference, a whole bunch of sisters are here. They're waiting for the beginning. They're talking, talking. Don't do that. Not in a conference, not in a meeting. Begin to pray. Begin the fellowship. Begin to speak. It was good that our sister, when we were singing, and then she stopped, stopped, stood up and spoke. Uh, that's good. So be free. Be the emancipated holy sisters. Okay, then um, we, were, we just read um, B, right? Um, so if you don't have experience of Christ, then you come sit here and waiting for the beginning. But once you have the experience of Christ, you can do that. You know, actually, Ray, uh, we have a tradition now. It's a tradition that uh, we have verses, right? Then a leading brother come and lead the sisters to read the verses. You know that? Brother Lee spoke against that. Oh yeah. He he said he said, okay, they have verses not on the sheet but on the board. He said, Why 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 don't you just start reading and pray reading? Why do you have to wait for somebody to guide them? But but you know, we 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 always degrade in our practices and we forgot what Brother Lee said. Or we didn't hear. Okay, so <laughs> So, will you dare next time you come to a meeting, a conference, and then you see the verses are there before the leading brother stood up and you already start to read? Would you dare? I hope you dare. I hope you all dare. But if nobody reads, oh, well, too bad, you know. Brother Ray has to do that. But if you are already reading, pray read. When we were young, remember? We have verses on the board and we started to pray read. We don't wait for the leading brothers to tell us what read what verse. We just started to pray read. After pray reading half an hour, everyone started to uh, jump up like, uh, like popcorn. Just <laughs> keep talking, keep talking, keep talking, right? Did you have those meetings? Yeah. But then, because of lack of enjoyment of Christ, we begin to have a degraded practice. But in a big conference like in Anaheim, 4,000 people are together. That is easier, better to, to have the brothers lead the singing and lead the, uh, the words. But don't take that as a sample, example for your church, a pattern for the church. Don't do that. In your church, you should be free. Brother Lee talked a lot about that. Okay. Then... Um, one, is that right? Okay, who? Okay, one, go, go, go. We need to experience the of Christ. 
by day, from house to house, experience the Lord. Okay, two. We should bring a portion of the Christ's schooling and experience to the meetings, and In uh, Deuteronomy, Moses told the saints, you cannot eat the offering in your house. You have to bring the top portion to the place where the Lord will choose and put his name there. So it turned out to be the, the Jerusalem and turn out that is a sign of us meeting in the local churches in oneness, right? But then he also said, that you shall not appear before God empty-handed. So there are two requirements for church meetings. Number one, in oneness. Number two, no empty hand. So don't say anymore. Kung kung lai. That is against God. Kung kung lai means I come empty-handed. That's against God. Definitely against God. So he said, don't come empty-handed. Okay. Um, you heard about the uh, book called All Inclusive Christ, right? So what does that talk about? That talks about and our whole life, our whole human experience, Christian experience, is to enjoy, experience this Christ who is all-inclusive, including everything. When you need light, he's the real light. When you need food, he's a real food. He's a reality of all positive things. Okay, so we have to enjoy him, experience him, and bring him to the church. Yeah. We have a song. Let us exhibit Christ. Let us exhibit Christ. We'll bring his surplus to the church and thus exhibit Christ, right? What, what does that mean to exhibit Christ? Is that we enjoy him day and night, and then we bring him to the meetings. So this is crucial for the building up of the body. Okay, point three. Thank the Lord Amen. Ah, amen. Sisters, search and experience, okay? Study the truth. Um, there's a, I was in a, um, Queenstown, stay in a family's house. The husband has a little business and he makes money, enough money. And then the, the wife works only one day a week. That, why? Why one, one day a week? Because she wants to have the time to serve and to study. That's good. And then I heard some, some one sister, she worked one day in two weeks. <laughs> a single sister. And she supported herself and served the student. So, sisters, if it's possible not to work, it's good. If it's possible, work one day in two weeks, it's good. <laughs> But make sure you have time. You know, yesterday you talk about men are created, created equal or something. 
you said your you and your wife is not equal. You didn't have three kids, and she had three kids. Okay. Do you know what is equal among men? Okay, you you have white face. I have dark face. It's not equal, right? Some are taller, some are shorter. It's not equal. You know what is equal among us? Time. Time. Everyone has exactly twenty-four hours a day. So you cannot say I have no time to study, while some other people have time to study. So you cannot say that. You can only say, "Oh Lord, what's what's the matter with me? How come I don't provide the time to study the truth, to experience Christ?" Right? Okay. So you you have to allot your time. Amen. This is uh, the end of the training, and uh, I hope that you all will go home and practice these things, be in them. So next year, if I get to come back and see you, if I'm not saying I'm coming, I'm if I get to come back to see you, I hope that you will have progress. Okay, you would have been uh, prophesying for 52 weekends in your church, right? And also, some of you would have a uh, uh, theological class in your neighborhood for the ladies. You say, "Woo, theological." Oh, it's, it's really high, really hard. No, no, no. Every footnote in the recovery version is a theological presentation of the top truth. One, one, one man came into a bookstore in Berkeley and he saw this. Wow, I can give my sermon just on one note. That's true. Just take one note and can give a sermon. So there are 13,000 notes. So he can give the sermon until the Lord comes. So, praise the Lord, sisters. Lord Jesus, Amen. we ask you to bless all the sisters here and online. Amen. All 550. Amen. Everyone will just come to love you. Amen. To come to your word to enjoy you. Amen. And able to uh, uh, use a good mind to study you. Everyone can experience you and teach you Amen. Oh, and prophesy in, in the meetings Amen. and teach the neighbors Amen. one by one or one group by group. Amen. Oh, Lord, so that you may use the sisters, all 500 sisters become an army to conquer, Amen. conquer the devil's kingdom, Amen. to bring in your kingdom. Amen. Oh, that there will be churches in every city in New, New Zealand. Amen. 289 cities. Amen. Everyone will have a lampstand. Oh, Lord, send the sisters out oh, to preach to the relatives and the neighbors. Amen. Oh, the children's friends, parents. Amen. Oh, every opportunity Amen. so that they will let, the, uh, let Christ fill the country Amen. and also overflow to other countries. Amen. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay, pray a little bit more, sisters.